All right, everybody, welcome to the Backseat Huddle Podcast, episode 30. Today, I'm talking to you guys about the Super Bowl. We're talking Eagles, Chiefs. I'm going to give you my breakdown and analysis, going to give you my opinions, who I think is going to win the game, my predictions. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Okay, so Eagles versus Chiefs, it is time for the Super Bowl, and I'm going to give it to you up front, okay? I do like the Eagles in this game, but I'm going to go ahead and do a breakdown of why I feel it could go either way. I'll explain to you why I feel like the like the Eagles will win, and I'll go ahead and also explain to you why the Chiefs obviously can win. I like the Eagles. I like the Chiefs. Both teams made the Super Bowl. Both teams are good enough to win the Super Bowl, obviously, but let's just go ahead and get into it. So, the reality for me, uh, as I broke down this game and did analysis of this game, is that it was very easy for me to pick the Eagles because I feel like I can find plenty of reasons why I like the Eagles to win this game, but I could only find a few reasons to like the Chiefs, which is actually something I said last week about the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chiefs, uh, but I said the Bengals online, if it didn't hold up, it could nullify everything, which it did. Uh, but I suppose that's neither here nor there. I suppose that's more just something like, hey, I said this last week, and it's probably going to bite me in the butt again. But uh, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to start my breakdown of this Super Bowl at the top, and that's at head coach. This is obviously one of the few areas of the game I feel that the Chiefs have a very clear advantage. I don't know much about Nick Sirianni, and I'm not going to act like I'm an Eagles head coach expert, but I know he isn't Andy Reid. I know that Nick Sirianni used to coach under Andy Reid, and he's from the Andy Reid coaching tree, but whatever. I can also tell you this, that the first time Andy Reid coached in a Super Bowl, Nick Sirianni was 14 years old. Andy Reid was an, was an assistant head, rather, was an assistant coach for the Packers. He was a tight ends and offensive line coach in the 96-97 season, and Nick Sirianni at that time was playing high school football, I assume. Let's put it even more into perspective, okay? When they kick the ball off on Sunday, Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni will have coached the Philadelphia Eagles through the exact same amount of Super Bowls, and Andy Reid hasn't been there since 2012. To pile on top of this, okay, Andy Reid has exactly as many postseason games as a head coach, meaning playoff games as a head coach, as Nick Sirianni has total games as a head coach. I should not have to sell you on why the head coaching advantage goes to the Chiefs here, and if I do have to sell you, I just can't help you. You're just a blind Eagles fan, or you're on the good stuff. Now, that obviously leads us to quarterback. Those are the two top positions, the two top things. You got the eagle, you got the head coach, and you got the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is obviously a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. It's not up for debate. I'm not going to waste your time talking about it. Let's move on. So those are the two major points for the Chiefs, right? By having Andy Reid and having Patrick Mahomes, it puts the Kansas City Chiefs in a position to win any game. They have arguably 
the best head coach in the NFL and inarguably the best quarterback in the NFL. By those two things alone, they are in a position to win any game, any point, any time, and that includes this Super Bowl. And if they win this Super Bowl, it's going to be because of a combination of those two things, the head coach and the quarterback. However, in just about every other facet of this game, I like the Eagles. It really starts for me with the matchups defensively that Philadelphia has versus the Kansas City offense. It feels very much like this matchup heavily favors the Eagles. I spoke about this a little bit last week or two weeks ago about how the Kansas City wide receivers are more or less a group of wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes that are being elevated by an excellent quarterback. However, it feels like it's a whole new challenge this Sunday against the Eagles. The Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game were able to take advantage of a solid to very good pass defense of the Bengals, and Patrick Mahomes was just mobile enough with that ankle injury where he was dealing with, where he was able to deal with a solid to very good Bengals pass rush. That's not the case this week. The Philadelphia Eagles have the number one pass defense in the NFL, and we're one of four teams in NFL history with 70 sacks on the season. So I have a serious concern for the Kansas City Chiefs passing offense on Sunday. The Eagles' pass defense, it, it's its just a whole different ball game than it is against the Bengals like we saw the Kansas City Chiefs play last time they were on Sunday. Whatever, you guys get what I'm saying. That didn't go out well. Uh, last time we saw the Chiefs, this Eagles, feels, this Eagles team feels totally different. So uh, <laughs> last, time, last time we saw the Kansas City Chiefs offense, they looked good passing the ball. I don't think they looked amazing. I think they looked good. Patrick Mahomes threw for 318 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. However, the Kansas City Chiefs also only scored 23 points, which is just about a touchdown short of their season average. I'm not prepared to argue that the Kansas City Chiefs played poorly. Their pass offense was bad against the Bengals. Uh, but I'm not going to also sit here and act like they played super well either. Of course. Patrick Mahomes was playing on one leg, so that lends itself to the idea that he wasn't going to be at his best, and he's obviously had time to heal since then, but this time around, he's also going to be playing a significantly, significantly better defense than last time that we saw him, so I have concerns there. So, in theory, right, in theory, we should be able to expect a similar offensive result from the Kansas City Chiefs as we saw in the AFC Championship game, right? Wrong. I don't see it happening. To me, this game feels like it's going, Patrick Mahomes got to deal with every quarterback's worst nightmare, which is where the opposing defense, the Eagles, are going to be able to rush four, get pressure of four, and then they're going to drop seven into coverage because, in theory, the Eagles had the personnel to do it. Like I said before, the Eagles got 70 sacks this season, so we know that their pass rush is ferocious. But moreover, it feels like the Philadelphia secondary is significantly better than the Kansas City Chiefs pass catchers. Yes, okay, I know. Here's what everyone's thinking. But the Chiefs have Travis Kelsey. I get it. But it's going to be easier for the Eagles to take him away than it is for most teams because the Eagles have two 
excellent lockdown corners in Darius Slay and all-pro James Bradbury. And they also have C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's absolutely no joke. He's a safety position, but obviously he's going to be playing some coverage as part of the secondary, okay? The Eagles should be able to put their corners on an island against the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers and expect them to be able to keep the Kansas City wide receivers in check and then devote the rest of their personnel to stopping Travis Kelsey. So it feels like there is a mismatch to be exploited here, and it feels like that matchup is leaning heavily toward the Eagles, and it really does feel like the key to the Super Bowl is going to be how the Chiefs wide receivers perform against that Eagles secondary. It feels very similar, very, very similar to the AFC Championship game, how it really kind of hinged on how the Bengals' offensive line held up versus the Chiefs' defensive line. It feels like there's a parallel there, and that matchup feels like it could decide the game itself. So we'll have to see. There also appears to be a mismatch available in favor of the Eagles offense. When I started doing the research, I expected to be able to hop on the mic and say, the Eagles rush offense should be able to rush all over the Kansas City defense. And I still suspect that they might be able to. I mean, seeing as a couple of weeks ago, the Jacksonville Jaguars had some rushing success against the Kansas City Chiefs. They had a couple of players average more than six yards of carry. But I don't feel good making a statement about the Eagles rushing the offense versus Kansas City rush defense because the Kansas City rushing defense actually ranked ninth in the NFL. So they're they're solid. They also held Samaj P. Ryan and Joe Mixon of the Bengals two weeks ago to a combined 3.15 yards per carry. So I feel like I can make a case that the Chiefs run defense could and should and very probably will have some success against this Eagles rushing defense. I don't, or rather, Eagles rushing offense. I'm not going to say they're going to have tremendous success, but they should be able to have some success. However, where it appears to be a mismatch in this Super Bowl is that the Eagles passing game should be able to have a big-time advantage against the Chiefs passing defense in its simplest terms. The Philadelphia Eagles have the ninth-ranked passing offense. In the NFL, Kansas City has the 19th-ranked passing defense. Now, that in and of itself is easy to point to and say, hey, there you go. There's where Philadelphia should do well. But there is a little bit more nuance to it than that. I'd like to thank Warren Sharp for this. When the Chiefs do get pressure on opposing quarterbacks, the Chiefs have the number one defense in EPA per attempt. EPA stands for expected points added. EPA is a measure of success, which defines the value of each play by the effect it has on the offense's likelihood to score. So when the Chiefs offense, or when the Chiefs do get pressure on opposing quarterbacks, they have the number one defense in EPA per attempt. And when they don't get pressure, they have the number 32 pass defense in EPA per attempt. So basically to simplify that down for you, the Chiefs have one of the best passing defenses in the NFL when they get pressure and they have one of the worst passing defenses when they don't get pressure. And that formula works just fine when you're playing against the Bengals and their beat up offensive line. But in this game, the Eagles have PFF's number one graded ranked offensive line. So how much pressure do we actually expect the Chiefs defensive line to be able to generate in this game? 
And even if they are able to generate some pressure, which they're going to because that's part of football, that's how it is, Jalen Hurts is always primed to make a to break a big run if he gets loose or the Eagles lose contain. So here is another matchup I feel really heavily favors the Eagles. Lastly, let's put all the advanced metrics aside. Let's put all the crazy stats aside and let's just simplify it further. Let's just simplify it by position group. I'm going to tell you who I like better and give you one last little bit of reasoning why I feel like there's going to be a clear-cut winner in this game. So let's take the Kansas City Chiefs and let's talk about the Eagles and let's just take it position group by position group and I'll tell you who I like better. Quarterback. Chiefs. No contest. Let's not talk about it. Running backs. Eagles. It has to be the Eagles. Say what you will about Isaiah Pacheco, but he's an undrafted free agent rookie. He averaged like two and a half to three yards a carry last time we saw him against the Bengals, and he's had flashes, but we've also seen what Miles Sanders is and he's capable of, and he is arguably a top 10 running back. And Kenneth Gainwell has also looked really impressive this postseason, so you got to give the running backs to the Eagles. Wide receivers. Eagles by a mile. The two best wide receivers in this game are both wearing green. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are the two best wide receivers in this game. And I actually like Quez Watkins as a deep threat a lot. I like that dude a lot. Tight ends. Kelsey is better than Goddard, okay? I really like Goddard as a player, but Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. Goddard may be, but that's probably just conjecture and potentially not. Let's just not get into that. Offensive line. The Chiefs are really, really, really good, but the Eagles have the, once again, PFF-ranked number one offensive line. You got to give it to the Eagles. Defensive line. This one, to me, should go to the Eagles as they had 70 sacks on the season, which is 15 more than the Chiefs had. But the Chiefs have the best defensive lineman in this game in Chris Jones, and that's a big deal. We have seen individuals individual players take over games and so for that reason i'm gonna call it a wash the eagles had the better unit the chiefs had the best player let's just call that one a wash let's say they're even linebackers i'm not gonna act like i know a ton about either of these teams linebacking core but pro football focus has the eagles ranked 15th and has the chiefs linebacking core ranked ninth however in my opinion Linebacking cores, especially off-ball linebackers, is one of the least influential position groups in the NFL. In my opinion, it doesn't have a heavy influence on who wins this game and doesn't really have much of an influence on who wins really any game. So that one feels like it's definitely a Chiefs win, but how influential of a Chiefs win is it? Secondary. Easily the Eagles. The Eagles have a current second-team All-Pro in James Bradbury, have a former First-team All-Pro in Darius Slay, and they have C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who tied for the league lead in interceptions despite missing five games. So for those of you keeping score, that was five position groups to three, and it could have easily been six position groups to three if I gave the win to the Eagles' defensive line over the Chiefs' defensive line, which I did not. So I like a lot of the matchups for the Eagles. I like the position groups by the Eagles. Basically, I feel like the Eagles have a better roster and have a better team. So based on everything, I'm picking the Eagles to win this game, perhaps by more than you are. I like the Eagles 34 to 24. So that's it, you guys. I will see you guys on Super Bowl Sunday. Hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it's exciting. Hopefully it's closer than I predicted it would be. 
Thank you guys all for listening, watching, whatever. Feel free to like and subscribe. Take care, everybody.